Hey, how are you? Hope you're having a good day. This is Healthish, the podcast from Body and Soul with me, your host, Felicity Harley. Now, if you're a regular listener of this podcast, you'll probably know that I have been long obsessed with the Blue Zones and the work of Dan Butner. Well, dear listeners, today, the National Geographic Fellow, award-winning journalist and New York Times bestselling author joins us on the podcast from the newly crowned Blue Zone of Singapore to share his secrets for longevity. I know this interview for me was a bit of a highlight. If you do like what you hear from Dan, he's up on Extra Healthish, where we go a bit deeper into the blue zones and how you can create your own in your local hood. You can catch that wherever you get your podcasts. Dan, lovely to have you on Healthyish today. Thank you for joining us from the US. Lovely to be here. Now, before we start, we better we better just sum up what a blue zone is exactly for those who don't know. It's an attempt to reverse engineer longevity. We found with National Geographic that demographically confirmed areas where people live the longest. We found five of them on four different continents. And then my books... Blue Zones for Secrets Living Longer and uh, Netflix really aims to find the common denominators in an effort to give people a reliable formula for living longer themselves, up to 10 years for most of us. Wow, that's quite significant. So what are some of these common factors that you found between the different locations? Well, first of all, they're eating mostly a whole food plant-based diet, a meat only about five times per month. The five foods in all blue zones are whole grains, greens, tubers like sweet potatoes, nuts, and beans. If you're eating a couple of beans a day, it's probably worth about four years of extra life expectancy over getting your protein from less healthy sources. Um, and uh, they eat very little fish, believe it or not. And what they're drinking, six glasses of water a day, teas, all kinds of tea, herbal and black. Coffee, good news for most of us, black coffee, though. And then uh, a little bit of wine. They drink in blue zones and they still make it to an advanced age. That's uh, good news for many of us, especially listeners of the Healthy-ish podcast. Um, yes. <laughs> I thought it, what was interesting, I think, you know, we've, we we all know that the Medi- Mediterranean, I know there's um, two blue zones in the Med, is the way to live. But I think what I probably didn't appreciate until I got across your research and and the blue zones is that it points to the environments in which people live. But many of us, you know, listen to this podcast, we live in the built cities with, you know, fast food joints on every corner. We don't have we have a little balcony, so there's not many room much room for gardens. How do we how do we engineer our own environment in our own cities or where we live to live more like the blue zones? Well, for, first of all, it's, it's convincing uh, city council to design streets for human beings and not just automobiles. That's one of the biggest things we can do. You know, we work with 72 cities in America and we help them pick policies that favor healthy food over junk and favor the pedestrian over the walker. But the, this book, Blue Zones for Secrets to Living Longer, we show you how to optimize your kitchen and your home and your social network so you unconsciously make better decisions all day long. And there's where the opportunity is. Instead of having to remember something all the time or conjure the discipline to do it. What about you? How is it 
changed your view? I mean, has it did it in the beginning or has it grown on you over the years and have you altered certain things that you do? You know, I used to be an ultra-distant cyclist. I set three world records for biking across five continents. And now, you know, I bike to the grocery store at a slow pace and wave at my neighbors. So that kind of <laughs> sums up the Blue Zone influence on me. I, I know that uh, having a good social circle is worth about eight years of life expectancy as opposed to being lonely. So instead of going out and buying supplements or superfoods, I invest in a circle of a half a dozen friends whose idea of recreation is pickleball or biking. I have a couple of vegans and vegetarians in my immediate social network, so they teach me how to eat right. And then, you know, I really try to foster the kind of friendships where people the type of friends who care about me on a bad day. And, you know, that alone, that also is worth a seven or so years of life expectancy over over being sad and lonely. I think the other thing that, that came through your research <clears throat> that struck a chord particularly with me was that it's not about doing these things when you're 60 or 70. These things start should start happening when you're 20. Can you talk a bit about your research and, you know, how you went back into the files and, and went back into the cultural history of these places, say Sardinia, to look at what they did when they were 20, 30, so it would pay dividends when they're 60, 70, 80, 90? Well, to understand what a centenarian ate to live to be 100, you have to know what she was eating when she was a little girl and middle age and newly retired. You can't just ask them what they've been eating lately. So the 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 Blue Zone Food Guidelines comes from having done what we call meta-analysis. So uh, we found dietary surveys done in all five Blue Zones over the past 100 years, and then we did an average. Um, so that's how we got with this 90 to 95% whole food plant-based diet. And um, uh, we learned, you know, how a centenarian really eats. But you have to go in the past. You can't just go to Sardinia or Okinawa and look what they're doing today because the American food culture has slammed on their shores. And, you know, as soon as the American way of eating walks in the front door, longevity leaves out the back door. Mm. And uh, it's sad because all these blue zones are, are disappearing because of modernization. How did, did you find that? Do you find that heartbreaking in some ways when you go there and see that? Absolutely. You know, Okinawa is the worst. It's, you know, since the American food base, uh, American military base is there, this forest of fast food restaurants has supplanted, you know, the healthiest diet in the history of the world with, you know, burgers and French fries and pizzas and all the crap mm. that's driving obesity and heart disease. You know, we all know it, but we let it happen. Yeah. And the road, the island is now crisscrossed with freeways. And, you know, in these traditional villages, everybody walked everywhere. They didn't have to go to the gym. They got their exercise out back in their garden or walking over to their friend's house. Mm, the easy way. Now, just before we go, I mean, you've obviously worked in this area for 20 years. You've visited the Blue Zones on 30-odd occasions. Did you learn anything new when you were making your Netflix doco? Well, I've had the benefit of uh, a front row seat for all the scientists who've uh, study the Blue Zone. So this Blue Zone Secrets of Long Life, this new book, really captures the the cherry picking of the, the, the best insights. For example, we know for sure that the 80 or 90-year-olds in Ikaria, Greece, drink a little bit of wine every day of their life. Uh, we didn't know that before. And of course, I'm familiar with all the negative 
Uh, we know that a hand, from the Adventists that a handful of walnuts a day adds about three years to your life expectancy. Um, that uh, the Nicoya Peninsula of Costa Rica spends one fifteenth the amount we do on healthcare, mm. and they're about three times more likely to reach an age age ninety. And I believe that's largely because of their diet of beans, corn, tortillas, and squash. So you know these aren't things that were in my very first book, but they're clear insights. The most important insight, though, for the takeaway is if you want to live longer, don't try to change your behavior because over 90% of us will fail at trying to change our behavior. Um, try to change your environment because when it comes to longevity, there's no short-term fix. There's no pill. There's no supplement. There's no genetic intervention, even on the scientific horizon. Uh, you have to do the right thing and avoid the wrong thing for long enough to not develop a disease. And the only way to do that is to change our environment. Dan, thank you for coming on Healthy Ish. You're very welcome. If you want to read more about Secrets to Longevity, grab Dan's book. It is called The Blue Zone Secrets for Living Longer. And of course, his show Live to 100 is trending on Netflix right now. We would also appreciate it if you could rate or review well to this episode and subscribe to this podcast. For more info, head to bodyandsoul.com.au. Follow us on socials, grab our print edition, which is out in your local Sunday paper. And until tomorrow, stay healthy-ish. I'm Sarah Lamarquin, Editor-in-Chief of Stella and host of our podcast called Something to Talk About. Every weekend we publish a new episode where you'll hear compelling personalities, strong opinions and thought-provoking conversations. I wanted to be able to do it in my time when I was ready and speak my truth when I was ready. The topic of when do I become a mum, that is in my mind 24-7. Search for Something to Talk About wherever you listen to your podcasts.